Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I'm your host, Savannah Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? You know, I don't know. I feel like the last like two weeks has been so fucking weird. Like everything is a mess. You know, work has been really crazy. I, I, I just like I catch myself like not knowing like I don't. OK, I don't feel like grounded. Like, I just feel kind of like a drift. Have you ever felt grounded? <sighs> That's a great question. <laughs> I guess like so. like I feel like at some point I have. In like your 30 years. Mm hmm. OK. And you're turning yeah. 31 and a about a stone's throw. I know. Like a few weeks, like two. You know, you're two the weeks? end of November. No, you're. Are you the beginning uh, of November? October. End of October. Oh, the 29th. Oh, so so next week. Is that next week? So in ten days. <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were November, a November Scorpio. No, no, no. I'm October. I was oh, supposed yes, to be because November, your birthday. Yes, because your birthday is right around Halloween. Well, there we Halloween. go again, me not knowing what Halloween is. I'm like, yeah, I know it's right never. near Halloween, so it must well, be mid to late November. Famously, I didn't know when your birthday was. And then you were like, Do you know when it is now? My socials. Yes, it's December 19th. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Remember when you, you were, really... were like, Can you send me your address? And then I did, and then you didn't send anything. <laughs> Stop. I think about that all the time. I'm not kidding. It's my Roman Empire. I think about it like once a day. I'm not kidding. I'm like literally being wheeled into surgery and I'm like three, three typing it out. And you're like, got to get him something. I'm like, well, oh my God. I feel, arrived. Stop. I feel so bad. Like she also waited to the last minute to get this info. Oh my God. Well, Anesthesia is being administered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going under. Somebody get her my address. I also just feel like, I don't know, like I've been crying like on and off a lot. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like you and I haven't talked as much as we normally do. So that's been making me so sad. Like, well, I'm available. Just, I've just been. I know. I, but like, doing, I don't even. I had a I don't busy even weekend. Like the energy. What'd I, you do? Um, What did I do? That Friday, I ended up unexpectedly seeing a friend. Um, he just texted and said, like, hey, are you available to hang out? Which was really fun. And we just spent hours together. And then his wife oh, joined God. us. And then I had actually plans with them on Saturday night already to go to this jazz concert. So then mm -hmm. I saw them again. And then it rained all Saturday morning. So I just stayed in bed. Yeah. Then Sunday I spent the day with my friend and her kids. And then Those I, fucking kids are so cute. Then I took myself to bed after seeing them. I was like, gotta go under. Yeah, it's exhausting. But um, it's exhausting. And then this week has been wild. With it's work. Wednesday. <laughs> Feels That's like That's my favorite thing is being like, oh my God, this week has been crazy. And it's literally Monday at 2 p.m. Yeah. And then just mm -hmm. next week, I realized it was like, oh, next week will be somewhat normal. I got to go to D.C. to go see Danny Pellegrino's show with a friend who I bought these tickets like six months ago. And she's Fine. like, so I'm taking Friday off. And I'm like, I don't care what you're doing on Friday. And she's like, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, like, oh I, I guess, know. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, that oh. show is next week. I guess yeah. I need to get a hotel room and mm -hmm. I got to look into that or make the decision that I'm coming back that night, which is always a little chaotic. Yeah. 
That's going to be so fun. No, it'll be fun. I had a great first date the other day. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Would you oh, like to elaborate? Um, yeah, sure. I don't know. It was just like a really solid like first date. Like he was like really easygoing, easy to talk to. He has a mustache. Like, I don't know. It was really nice. And he said literally the kindest thing anyone has ever said to me. I almost teared up because that's just where I am mentally and emotionally. Is he just like looked at me and he was like, you shimmer. And I was like, shimmer. And he was just like, yeah, like you have like a shimmer, like you have like a glow about you. And I was like, that is so nice. I swear to God, I almost started crying. Oh, I would have been like, what are you talking about if no, someone I said that to so me? so sweet. You shimmer? You know me. I'm like... <laughs> I don't think any gay man would ever say that. Be like, Taylor, please sit your dumb ass down. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, I'm glad he wasn't like your bejeweled, you know, <laughs> that would have been too much. Well, doesn't I think maybe I do. I associate that word with that song. Isn't that well, right? because there is a part where she's something the whole shimmer, shimmer. and it's <laughs> and it's the worst line reading of a song of 2020. God, was that did, did that Midnight's was... come out in 2023? No, 2022. Thank God. I was like, I yeah. can't. This year's <laughs> yeah. been too long. Well, that's why people say her and Joe broke up way before they announced it, because that's like Who's a Joe? breakup album. Oh, Joe Alwyn. Yeah. I miss him. No, you don't. <laughs> he was up. one of my favorite Taylor boyfriends, because I felt like he kept quiet and shut the fuck up. He kept a little too quiet. Oh, uh, no. See, I liked it. I Him and um, Hiddleston. That was crazy. It was just that like the two British ones who just knew how to keep their mouths shut. And if I yeah, see one talk? more picture of Travis, I, I'm, I'm going to literally lose my mind. The way everyone has gussied this relationship up, like it's literally going to save America. I think, Chris, we're hanging on to <laughs> like, anything we can get our hands on. But like, I don't even think you can wrap your heads joy. or your heart around this relationship. I He's can in wrap ugly my outfits. Whole... She's looking worse and worse every time I see her. Well, famously, that... I don't think Taylor's a good dresser. I, I've never. What Ever. the I've fuck never thought is going on dresser. with her? She's getting fucking dicked down by like the best tight end in the league. I, I, I just, I don't know what to do about him. I much preferred him when he was like ghetto Travis, just like culturally appropriating <laughs> this vanilla state trooper Travis. No, I'm obsessed. Like it, I, uh, we don't have to talk about it on this podcast, but like I, it really is doing something for And it's me. like trickled into my Explore page. And I'm like, no, guys, I've never clicked on these two. Get it out of here. I know Renaissance is over, but this is not what I wanted to... Re How dare Instagram try to replace Beyonce clips with... What's their couple... Travis... Trailer? I don't think they have a name. I've seen trailer banding about. That can't be it. It can't be. It can't be. Actually, I, I mean, it's like giving perfect. trailer park, so it actually fits quite well. I knew that was coming. So on it, sniff it out. That's it for me. They are they're a real trailer park. Those two. They'll be moving I to can't. Nashville next to Keith and Nicole. No, he likes his Kansas City. You know, he's a Midwestern boy. Well, you know me. The South and the Midwest are just one big fuck. Well, all. he's from Ohio. Yeah. yeah, him and Jason. Jason's more of my. Who's Kelsey, Jason? Coochie? His brother. What? Oh, Couchy. <laughs> it's like, call me <laughs> Jason. Jason? Coochie? Now, speaking of Jason Cucci, you got your eyes on House of Villains. The worst show ever produced. <laughs> it looks like it costs $15. 
That house yeah. is, I thought the summer house looked like a ramshackle that could like be blown over by wind. This like home. Like an Airbnb made of like paper. That home. That house of villain home. Oh my God. They've got them in like three to four beds in a room. It's like, no. The, no. they're doing confessionals literally in same outfits we're seeing them in in scenes. And not like in a fun way where you watch them like walk to the confessional room and start talking like on girls trip. Yeah. It's like they didn't have the wardrobe budget or like the closet space. They were like, everyone There's, can bring it's one. On e, everyone can bring one garment bag. It's on E. I think so. I'm yeah, getting at it on no Hulu. money over there. They have no I, I, money over it. Where's the money they're saving from the Kardashians? Like they I don't must know have, what they must have cleared is? up so much budgetary money when the Kardashians moved to Hulu. It makes me so depressed how what e is has e's just programming. Fallen. Do they even do like um remember you used to see like Juliana and um what's his name at nighttime and they'd be like, no. Today's pop culture stories. No. no. E news. Yeah. Pop pop whatever yeah and then what happened the soup yeah my three you know those three people i fell in love with during the pandemic morgan and um nina nina and the, and the gentleman where are they they got they're done yeah i don't know what the fuck so now they're just playing house of villains and like and rom-coms that they cut <laughs> bride out all wars, the sex of. never not on <laughs> bride wars is all it's bride wars and like 27 dresses it's like always on it's like the only two movies they have like rights to mm-hmm. and sometimes the sex in the city movie strangely yeah once or twice and a they year. always like to throw in like that extra scene oh yeah 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 they're like, Fuck like it. we've got 20 scene. minutes just throw that scene in and add like yeah. 18 commercials oh my god they need to find a new family. Like, they need a new first family. Well, they've been trying. You know, they had the Bradshaw Bunch, and then they had the, And then they like, had Tiana Taylor and her husband, because I remember that trailer was um never not on. What trailer? It was like Tiana Taylor, and I want to say her husband, who's like a basketball player. They're no longer together. Um, oh, and I saw somebody else broke up today. That woman um, who sings The Middle. Marin Morris, yeah, and her husband, and then Sophia Bush is with that that soccer player. <laughs> Who? Lionel Sophia Messi? Bush? No, the woman, the Ashlyn. Oh, who was married to Allie, and they were on the soccer team together. And if you don't remember, Sophia Bush filed for divorce from her husband over the summer, and it like rocked the fucking world. So like Kyle Richards and style. So. I have to tell everybody, I've been keeping my eye on this relationship. And look, we don't have a lot of time, so keep it quick, because we both have a hard out, and we should discuss Sex in the City. So I'm going to give you two minutes for this one. Okay. So I have been keeping my eye on Sophia Bush and Ashlyn Harris for quite some time, but I didn't want to post anything about it because I didn't want people to say that, like, I was, like, outing anybody, because Sophia Bush, like, hasn't ever come out and said, like, I am whatever, whatever. But guys, I saw this coming from a mile away, and I'm thrilled thrilled that it's out because this is a relationship that i um support oh well that's i think good. it's very hot i don't support sophia bush at all because i don't really know who she is no 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 we support sophia bush well, who is she she's from Montreal. hill never got my eyes on married- that show what love chad michael murray on gilmore girls but i couldn't follow him post gilmore and 
I was a Warner sick. brother. I watched every. That was like yeah, the, I, that was the one show I never got my eyes on. Watched every episode of Seventh Heaven. Never got my eyes on One Tree Hill. Oh God! Remember Rosie? Who the dog? From Seventh Heaven. <laughs> the was she like the little she sister? She was the daughter. The like little, the little sister. sister. Yeah, she was a real bitch, Rosie. She was a real bitch. She was. She a was real a really pisser. cute little kid, but like a nightmare. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day we'll cover that Seven over seven. on Patreon. <laughs> right now we're both deep into Desperate Housewives. Are you still watching oh or have God, you given yes. up? No, I'm still in it. <laughs> so last week we covered the pilot episode of Desperate Housewives and like two woods diverged in what, I don't know, that quote from that poet. We've mm. gone two different routes in terms of our rewatch where you're watching it episode to episode and I'm simply watching the pilot and the finale, the first and finale of every season. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get into the middle. Chris, I am so although, although I did deep. watch multiple episodes of season two because I had to follow that black family and that story was <laughs> not right. <laughs> Does the story last the whole season? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Brie ends up in. I forgot that Brie goes to. Um, she gets locked in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that she does. For me, season one is the only one tethered to reality. So in, in print, tethered to reality. <laughs> no, Sam. What I've seen happening this is, show she's, is so Susan's house up. gets burned down in season three. That her husband, sh- her ex husband, shows up and is buying her a new house. Mike and he get into a huge fight on Wisteria Lane. Like things are happening. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Gabby mm-hmm. has kidnapped a woman and kicked Carlos out, who is impregnated with their baby. <laughs> I love it. And she's like, you I are, love it so she's much. like, you're not leaving this house. Well, you've got my baby inside you. And the woman's like, what? <laughs> and, and she's got a slave. She's a slave. This woman. She um, was Jane Lynch's slave. And now what's she's going on with Lynette. Um, what do I have to look forward to with her? Lynette she's goes, such a mess. Lynette goes back to work in season two. She's got a mm. bitchy boss. Um, okay. Then in season three, we discover, of course, Tom has a secret daughter and that woman was really up to stuff, but ultimately gets shot in the supermarket shooting, you know, by Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> then the, oh, by the way, so they hit us with a supermarket shooting. Okay, it's the most beautiful okay. episode of television you've ever seen. I was sobbing. Next episode, pedophile. <laughs> Next episode. It's like, whoa. You're. <laughs> they don't give a flying fuck over there. <laughs> no, they don't. They really don't. I love it. I love it so much. I'm so invested. It's crazy. I'll be working mm-hmm. my way through the rest of the seasons, just like patchwork, you know. I can't wait to get to Dana Delaney, Drea DiMatteo is the eco-terrorist, um, John Slattery is the mayor of Wisteria I think he was like the mayor of Wisteria Lane, which is like a street. <laughs> but what ifs? Um... God. Paul, oh, I'm, did you I'm know just Zach Young? We meet his grandpa, who's like a billionaire and lives on an estate, and he kills him and gets all his money. He kills Zach? No. Zach kills, Zach the, kills, Zach the, kills grandpa? the grandpa and gets all his money and like his henchmen and is like, leave my dad in jail and clean up this pond. <laughs> and that's like his parting line on the show. Zach's. Yeah, he's out. Dana. Thank God. I. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, we have to get to Sex and the City. Okay, um, first and that form- was longer than two minutes. Yeah, well, you know, Desperate Housewives is going to be, and I want to wish a very happy birthday to one of our patrons, Laura Lee. Oh, yeah. Do you also want to wish her a happy birthday? Yes, of course. Happy <laughs> birthday, Laura. <laughs> Sorry, happy, Laura Lee. Could we show, her, show her some Laura respect? Lee? Yeah, she's one of our no um, Laura Lee. Laura Lee, as in Vanderpump. As in, that's her name, and she's one no, of our Vanderpump. patrons. I know, Laura but let's Lee. not compare her to that troubled woman. This is a nice woman who gives us money once a month. Like, I know, of course, but <laughs> if you, yes, happy birthday, happy to birthday, Libra, Libra girl. Yeah, it, it was yesterday, eighteenth. Yeah, or it was okay. So yeah, um, I believe it was also Mary Cosby's birthday yesterday. So she's got that in common with. On MC. (laughs) Um, And of course, you know, if you want to support the podcast, you can join us over at Patreon. You get bonus episodes, a monthly Zoom call, our newsletter, a lot of fun stuff, community, a lot of people talking over there in ways we wish we would and they wouldn't. (laughs) But your support is a great time. Your support is always welcome. And of course, we want to thank our iconic shorties, Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina. Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Laura, Charlotte, Taylor, Alexandra, Dana, Laura Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Justine, Alexandra, Gracie, Allison, Haley P, Haley D, Rosie, Claire, Haley M, Erica, Emma, and Davida. I love that. Davida. What a list. Remember what trash monster? What <laughs> was not that? I don't remember. It wasn't trash monster though. No, it was a weird name. It was like sludge. Garbage pile or. <laughs> yeah, it was like sludge killer or something. Yeah. Well, let's get into this episode. Today we yeah. are covering season six, episode 12, simply titled One. Mm. And we'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie meets the Russian. Miranda confronts her feelings for Steve. Charlotte gets unexpected news and Samantha's dealing with getting older. Okay. Well. Deals with getting older is a interesting um guys we made we did it describe we're finally we here did it. <laughs> we finally got an episode guys it felt like great. home it felt like getting into bed after you've washed your sheets your comforters fluffy it felt like a real bath after it several whores baths after no no baths just stinky yeah this episode i mean it was what i remembered you know it's this is the show this when i think of sex in the city like this is the episode this is one of the episodes and i, I really of. hope this isn't the peak of season six god damn like, it, i really Chris, hope we're not please. falling off a cliff after this <laughs> please we are I, I, are I, we I, I can't remember. <laughs> Will we get Miranda's wedding? It's just been so long since I've seen season six because we have been doing this podcast and I haven't been watching forward. I honestly, I know Samantha has to get cancer, but I feel like that gets wrapped up in about three, four episodes. Mm. It does. I think next episode, she... No, because next episode isn't the wedding. The wedding is the ick factor. So then what is next episode? Next episode, I think Jennifer Coolidge is joining us. Oh, was the purse designer? Or no, did that already happen? I think that happened earlier this season. Because mm-hmm. that's when she has to re-meet Smith. And then they fuck in that hallway. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, no, Smith is already successful. He's oh, that's already kid. happened? Yeah, we've already seen Jennifer Coolidge. We have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, I think next episode is, um, does that girl fall out the window? No, that's the end. That's the episode right before the finale. Uh, whatever. I can't predict anymore. Let's just talk about <laughs> Dr. this Dr. Robert finally episode. arrives next week. Don't worry. Oh, he... <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just um, really enjoyed this episode. All the women are dealing with sort of mm-hmm. one encounter or problem to speak to our title. And let's get into Samantha, because once again, she drew the short end of the stick. But at least it was funny. It was so funny. It was so classic. I I loved every minute. Yeah. So at brunch, she reveals that she has to wear readers now. <clears throat> and... I felt like 45 is early for readers, but maybe all of our eyesight's already going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our eyesight, I mean, especially now, like, we're wearing glasses early. Yeah, but, and I love it. You, did you get those at, like, CVS? They're brought a bitch, like. Yeah, she's like, shut the fuck up, Carrie. Look at you. I thought Carrie looked beautiful yeah. this episode. No, Carrie looked stunning this episode. This is like one of my favorite Carrie eras in terms of the way that she looks. Just this episode? Because I thought she looked ghastly several for the last few. No, no, no. I'm saying like starting now onward, like I'm really into her aesthetic. I have found Pat Field's choices in season six to be so shocking. A lot of what Samantha's in is just too bold for the eye. And we do find out she's growing out her bush. And then I mm-hmm. thought, you know, we've got Samantha Bush, you know, and there's your name. We're, that's her whole storyline is your name this episode. Yeah. Bozo the Bush. And she finds one stray gray hair down that. Now, look, have I found a gray hair in my beard now and then? Uh, but who's like, how large was this gray hair she saw from a, such a such a distance? It was, um, <laughs> well, my thing is, is like her bush had to have been so large and <laughs> That it long. was just like glistening in the, yes. in the like bathroom light. In the light. In the light. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's the, as she says, you know, you don't want to pluck it because five more will come. And I've never dyed anything on my body. Okay. How does, <laughs> okay. I always... No, and I am basing this fully off of the episode of Gilmore Girls where Lane dyes her hair and Mrs. Maisel where Chris. Mrs. Maisel dyes her hair. Doesn't it burn? The bleach? So would so, you have to bleach your pubic hair too to to dye it? Um, so she did it out of a box. So she did box color. But so it's when you're box color, do you not have to bleach it? I, well, there is like some bleach in there, but it doesn't. But burn I don't as think much it's as... like. I don't think it's like purely concentrated bleach. Okay, like lanes. But that was out of a box too. Yeah, but that was like just pure bleach. Okay, because she had to get rid of all the black and then put something on top of it. Whereas Samantha was just lightening it up. S- what does she have? Put- blonde pubes. I-, I guess we're to believe Sam- Samantha's a natural blonde. I feel. That's also, not wouldn't accurate. gray not l- even really show in blonde hair? I just feel like it would be like you'd look beautiful well, like that I'm woman. Saying. You'd it's look beautiful be like that woman married to Jeffrey. Samantha's Morgan. not a natural blonde. I think she is. No, I think we'd be making. I jokes think she was about probably born blonde. Like we know Miranda's not a natural redhead, although for some reason her son is. 
Like she mentions in the early seasons, dying. Well, I think well, her Steve's hair. mom has red hair. Oh God! Maybe it's from Steve's she family. She pops off. I don't know. I think she is a natural blonde, but she. So, what'd you think of her muffin when we got to see it? Her little a bush that cat bush? they threw on her little body. That little muskrat. <laughs> um. It was really funny. I felt like they should have shown it later <laughs> in the episode, though, comedically. Like when Carrie looks Yeah, like it? I felt like we should have seen it when Carrie saw it, and that should have been like our comedic beat. Like I felt we mm-hmm. saw it a little too early. I agree. I did have to laugh at the transition of looking at the bush and then to the clown panning hair. to the clown hair. Mm-hmm. It made me laugh. It, it, it did. It wasn't as good as uh, semen to Trey eating that salad, but it was still <laughs> really good. That was so sick. And then, so this storyline ultimately ends where she decides to hide the fact of her aging from Smith. And she says, look, I'm a busy career woman. I don't have time for you to be poking around down there. And I again, He genuinely seemed sad when he saw that it was gone. But again, when she says I don't have time for you to be poking around there, would her bush make it any harder for him to get into her? Yeah. Yeah. Harder? Um, I think it'd be harder for him to like get to certain areas. Wow. Because then- I think it was full on bush. Well, we saw like it. I don't think it was <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that was probably like And it also I have to say, is a full bush really a bush if it's that manicured? Yeah. I don't I disagree. If you're gonna let it go, let it go. I wanna see brambles every which way. This was That's just like disgusting. a cute little doll's head, like American girl doll. Just well, popped on her they had to like <laughs> they had to like throw something on her. I know, but it just felt to me too kempt. Well, I think we're used to seeing like Lena Dunham's bush in girls, which is like unruly. And that's what I want to see. If you've told okay. me, if you've told me to let it all like hang out. I bet you she trims it and shapes it up. That's not letting it all hang out like Smith wants. He wants he, a full, wants, he wants the full, full LD. He wants the full Dunham. He does. He sure does. He wants to dun him. And give it to wow. him or get gone. Maybe that's where their breakup comes from. Mm. It's wild they're together for so long. Because <laughs> he really is a Fuck. nothing man. He's just like someone Not who just, I like, know I'm going to hear from people like, oh, he supports her and loves her and <laughs> appreciates her. And... He's just an asshole. Isn't Smith? <laughs> Are you Okay. <laughs> I guess I've got my head way too in the movie when he's sort of a dick. Yeah, you do. Because he, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't like him. I feel like my wildest takes of season six of like, I hate Smith and I don't care for Dr. Robert. Yeah, and you're like, but I love Burger. And I'm like, you know, Steve, he's really growing on me. I know, you make me (laughs) sick. (laughs) Like he's worn me down, he's a great guy. Oh my God. Is he? I don't know. No. Bringing a sma to the party. That clown. <sighs> Dude, did you have anything else sort of stray to say about Samantha before we move on to Miranda? No, I'm just glad that they gave her a little something else to deal with this episode. Like, we got more of her and her comedic chops. Yeah, it seems like she's really bringing us the comedy this season. And then she, mm-hmm. and even I was like, and then she gets her cancer storyline. But for the most part, I feel like that's also played mostly for comedy. <laughs> A lot of wig work and a lot of like, remember she goes to that, she's hanging with that nun and talking about how she fucked like Steven Tyler. Yeah. Or Keith Richards, someone disgusting. Mick Jagger. Yeah, she fucked some, 
Yeah, that one. Remember moves yeah, like Jagger? Him. What the fuck was that? What the f- <laughs> that song took the world by storm. And I'm a like, what's that band called? Maroon Five? Five apologists because a few of their songs really get me good. I know, but Sunday that, morning. Oh, I meant like what's the one that's um ooh 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 ooh. Oh, that one. The one that's just like nuts and it's just like mm-hmm. sounds coming at you every like, which way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't even like wrap remember your like when head his like cheating scandal like took the world by storm and Bahati was just like who cares we have an open marriage leave us are the they fuck still alone. together Bahati yeah, they're still together I just remember ripping his shirt off and everyone saying he looked like a Chipotle bag and that being the most apt comparison I'd ever heard for someone with such a, a beautiful symmetrical face to do that to that squ- taut little body Chris you know what the kids are up to these days with their tattoos. They all look like Chipotle bags. That's disgusting. They're, it's like patchwork tattoos. I sound like the oldest person <laughs> on earth. It's like they really get a real, they really get a patchwork of. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is that on your forearm? I've seen a lot of people with face tattoos of late. A lot, no. of, face, a lot of face tattoos. That's, I'm sorry. If you're a listener and you have a face tattoo, I... get gone. Get, just <laughs> get out of here. Let's see yourself yeah. to death. What? I'm seeing a lot of face tattoos. Like Mike, Mike teardrops? Tyson, Mike Tyson style. No. I'm seeing forehead tattoos. I've seen words. Chris, you're lying. No. I've seen words. Them. Words. Where are you seeing this? You need to stop I've going se- there. I've just trains, New York. People get. The pandemic really got a hold I of us. I don't want to say where several people were getting off because I feel I've dragged that city enough, but it was you know where. Oh, the P. Yeah, it was. P-town? That city of brotherly hate. <laughs> <Literally. laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that gentleman who had just like, ugh, on his. <laughs> yeah. Just simply UGH? Yeah, period. On his chin. Period on his chin? And he bopped right off in uh, West mm. Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> Let's get into Miranda. Okay. Before things go amiss and I get DMs again. Yeah, they're like, leave us alone. And my response is always the same. You know, if your city had any energy, you'd have something to do other than DM me. So Miranda and Robert are a very happy couple. He's bringing over pizza. He's got a smaller box, but then he's got to leave. And he says... he's grabbing her ass. He walked in, he goes, give me that ass. Oh, he's sick. Then he's, he's like, like, he's like, I had to put the boxes down because I had to grab yeah. you. I'm like, but she's like very in her soft girl era with Dr. Robert. And I like, don't care like, for it. Where's my, where's my Miranda who would have been like, why the fuck are you late? What the fuck is that tiny box? I'm not waiting till later to look at it. Get out of my house. Cause she, you know, Dr. Robert, there's not, there's nothing you can nitpick about him. I've seemed to find quite a lot. <laughs> I know. I live by a bread factory and the window is open and I just smell bread and it smells really great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. um, but at one point he says, what's a six, eight like basketball player doing on a skateboard? I thought six, eight's really tall. So then I Googled, what is the tallest basketball player? What do you think his height, that, to- that person's height is? Seven, four. Seven, nine. You're fucking kidding Could you me. imagine someone seven, nine? Who is this? Some Do you bas- remember? Mm-mm. Seven nine. 
I wouldn't want to be that tall. I don't want to be with anybody over 6'5". Sun Ming Ming is 7'9". The next one, Minute Boy is 7'7". Why do both of their names sound fake? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's someone simply named Taco Fall, who's 7'6". Taco Fall? Are there photos? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But 7'9". 7-7. That's <sighs> disgusting. You, get a, I, who, do you need a special home? Yeah, you... Car? Think of a car. I don't even... Your think, head would be sticking out the sunroof. I just like don't even think you could things. drive. I feel like... You like would have to lay down. Yeah, You'd have think, to get a Sprinter van and just lay. I don't think there could be a car that could possibly fit you. Honestly, Chris, I don't think there... There's And there's no way they can ride a bike. No, God, no, God, no. What size shoes are they wearing? Can you imagine giving birth and your kid just doesn't stop growing? Well, I don't and think then the kid was 7'9 seven, seven, when they came out. Chris, I, I bet in high school they were like... <laughs> yes, but you're saying that like... Um, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, you're like, oh, like my cute little baby. And then they just like keep getting bigger. I thought you were presuming that like your vagina stretches. I'm like the baby, once it's out, it's out. I'm like, not, your body's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But I'm just saying like... You're like buying them clothes and then shoes and then they just keep getting fucked. Well, I think bigger. at that point you're making the clothes Plathville style. Oh my, <laughs> literally. I'd be at Joanne's. Yeah, no, I don't think you're good bopping into the gap at seven and I. Oh my God. I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'd be so mad. So I don't know. My I was like, because dog. I heard six, eight and was like, that's ludicrous. No. But to see seven, nine. I knew it was in the sevens. Sun Ming I didn't know seven, nine. And Taco Fail. What a name. Um, so then she he leaves because he's got this work emergency. And mm-hmm. she opens it and we see that I love you cookie. And in voiceover, Carrie says the sweetest words and the sweetest way you could say them. To that I have to say, is this? No. If a man gave me a cookie that said I love you, I would be once again as disgusted if someone told me I shimmer. Um, okay. I thought it was sweet. You don't have to drag me into this. Um, also, the cookie looked fucking disgusting. It looked dry as hell. It looked dry. There was... It looked it lo- like, what's I- Auntie Anne's? What's that cookie you'd get in the mall? Auntie Anne's. No, those were pretzels, weren't they? Oh, a Mrs. Fields. Yes, it looked like a big-ass Mrs. Fields cookie. And honestly, I've seen Mrs. Fields cookies with more moisture. Look like he oh, underproved. Oh, for sure. Those are good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't this mean This is like a dry, hard This is like that cookie, cookie you'd get in like the vending with machine With not enough chocolate chips. No. The fact it that she ate not, it all, I would have just thrown it away. Well, Miranda, you know, is going to Miranda. <laughs> She's going to eat. Yeah, that's true. But oh my God. Famous I, Amos. That's what it was giving. Oh my God. Do you know the story about Famous Amos? No. So sad. I, we don't have time. He was on Shark Tank and Gracie and I watched it and we Wait, sobbed. Why would Famous Amos have been on Shark Tank? He's already got his business. He's no, Famous he Amos. He doesn't, Chris. Do you watch Shark Tank? I love Shark Tank. And they just appeared on The View yesterday, and I skipped their entire segment. Who I think did? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban? All of them. All the sharks. Wow. I don't care for that woman with the short cap hair. I think she's cold. Oh, the small woman? Yeah, something. I forget her name. I'm something's blanking. not right about her. And I've only seen her on The View, but I don't care for her. Mm, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I definitely did not like the idea of saying, I love you on a cookie. Well, or leaving the cookie and then leaving the cookie there. I would have been like, okay, I gotta yeah. take this cookie with me. Like, you're not getting or this I box, would, or girl. I would like quickly just open it and be like, love you. 
I gotta go. And then we're bopping down the street with Carrie, and she says that there's nothing wrong with Robert, and it must be because he said it on the cookie. And I thought it was really <clears> interesting <throat> that at this point, Carrie doesn't say anything about Steve. That there's this silence from her about the fact that they spent the first half of the season talking about the fact that she was in love with Steve. It's like, why aren't we putting those two pieces of information together? That was like four episodes ago. Yeah, but I just think like maybe Carrie, that's Carrie her best like... friend, not caring about Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I gotta go get some more La Pine Chocolat and get the fuck out of here. Oh. Some more bullshit bagels. I. I just think Carrie's probably like Steve in her mind. She's probably thinking Steve's moved on. And I guess we have seen and Miranda's it, with Dr. Robert and now, off so like, screen. Let's not. The show alludes to the fact that Carrie has met Robert, that mm-hmm. she thinks he's perfect. Also, I would have loved to see that meeting. Well, it would have been nice if we're introducing a new major love interest for Miranda. If they had done it in more than three episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like That'd all of a really sudden nice. he's like, I love you. I've never seen them outside of her foyer. Same. Have they been Same. on a date outside of that apartment? I nope. guess we saw them at the basketball game, but it wasn't yeah, a but that date. wasn't a date. And then we he saw them in the park. With that girl. Yeah. When was Miranda's that. ass crack was showing it. <gasps> Not even her ass crack. Those tidy whities But then Bob, Robert bops over again and they're in the kitchen and he says, you like chocolate, don't you? And I thought, I got to stop watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out of here. This is dark. <laughs> Yeah, it was, um, you know. And he's like, you... Dr. Robert was doing a lot. He's doing the most. Mm -hmm. And so then he asks about the cookie, and she's like, it was delicious. She's like, it was so sweet. It was so sweet. But then he says, like, did you... It's been five days, and you haven't mentioned it. What kind of dummy... Like, how have they been living in this silence for five days? I would have... The next day, been like, hello. The next day, I would have texted her that night, like, enjoy the cookie. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy the cookie. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, but for some reason, she says, "So sweet, so sweet." And then we get Miranda and back on the couch. Oh my god! Watching that fucking Me. Shonda Rhimes knockoff. Yeah, that Jules and Mimi. Scandal light. Miranda was must have been in her scandal bag when she saw oh. Fitz and Olivia. Are you kidding? She was down bad. When she watched Fitz say, sit down and watch me choose you, she was... Qu- That's probably why she left Steve, honestly. She was like, you know what? I've had enough. Yeah. Oh. And she hangs up the phone, and I thought this was one of Cynthia Nixon's most beautiful scenes. The phone call with Carrie. Oh, when she's talking about like how she everyone else can say it and she feels like she's fucked up. She's fucked up. And she's when she says, I fucked, I'm gonna fuck up my life. I I felt like a very direct relationship right to Che Diaz. And then just like that, like that Miranda, that her, she does have this underlying fear that she, that her inability to connect with people is going to blow up her life. And Mm-hmm. Damn if mm-hmm. it didn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought Carrie was really horrible on the phone, but Carrie's also a bad I, friend. I, I thought she gave her gave her a she little She was like, due. You're gonna ruin my night. So Well she said it and I'm kidding. But then I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> but they <laughs> didn't like, even lay her on what Carrie's doing. Mm-mm. 
Um, and I also thought it was really, I thought it was nice that they give us this new information about Miranda when she says, I always thought that one day I would meet the right guy and the words would just tumble out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that looking at the Miranda of the past six seasons, you would have thought that that's sort of how she feels, how she felt. And yet to me, this felt like information that feels true. Mm hmm. And contextualizes her behavior for the last six seasons. And I think one of the reasons people had a problem with it just like that is all of the new information we give, were given didn't feel like it mapped on to what we previously knew. Whereas no, this right. to me feels like, oh, wow, that's new information about her and absolutely fits who she Makes is. Makes sense. And if you also throw in the fact that, like, she just couldn't say it to Steve, like, that's how she felt. But and don't she you feel like it. maybe we didn't see it, but they did say, I love you? Like, Who? she cleaned Her his Dr. dirty Robert? drawers. No, Steve. Oh. Oh, I meant, like, when she wanted to take him out on that date. Right. And, like, but don't she you wanted think to tell she him. has told Steve she loved him before? Yes, but I think it was really hard for her. Maybe we never and that's saw kind it? of. Did yeah, we see I don't it? think we. No. We didn't see it? Mm -mm. I feel like I saw it. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't. I think with the Steve thing, it's just like, it was really hard for her to say it, which also made it complicated and made her think, like, shouldn't I just be able to say it with the right person? Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. just really love this scene. I thought she did beautiful work. Um, but then we go to the party. And we, oh, old Mary's back. Oh, my, with her Budweiser. Mayor Bear's back, and she's just like, I, I've got a clown. And Miranda's like, Brady is the only baby here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he can that open was, the door. Um, I hope you're not offended I brought my own beer. Oh, my God. Like, she she's really is nut, just Stephen. But I feel like I know her. I feel like, like I've I am met, her. I've met Mary. <laughs> I'm related to a Mary just like that. Just showing up with a clown and a beer. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed watching Miranda see how effortlessly Debbie gets along with Mary mm -hmm. and how excited they are to see one another, how Mar Debbie's like, sure, I'll take a beer. And first of all, we've seen Miranda drink beer. Like, why is she so crazy? Like, Miranda isn't this like... fancy woman. Like, she wanted chicken wings and beer at her baby, not beer, but chicken wings at her baby shower. I know. Like, and yet sometimes the show wants to posit her as this New York sophisticated woman. And then sometimes it's like, yeah, she just wants to, we'll see She her just like wants to eat pizza. And drink beer with Steve. And that's when they get engaged. It's like, she, mm -hmm. they want it both ways sometimes. And maybe that is a portion of Miranda putting airs on. Like when she sees Steve's family, like I'm the fancy one. She 100% thinks that. But it's just like, just drink a fucking Budweiser and shut the fuck up, Miranda. Cheers with Mary like, and just move the this fuck This woman on. is an alcoholic. Just be kind. <laughs> she's an elder. Yeah. She's a, she's your son's grandmother, you know? Yeah, it's like, just fucking drink the Bud Light and shut up. Mm -hmm. I've drank Bud Light with strangers on a train. You have. I never saw him again. It's just like, but he, I your felt, birthday twin. But I felt he needed me in that minute, and I said, "Crack another one, buddy." <laughs> Jesus Christ, Miranda, let your guard down, girl. <laughs> just it was really pissing me off. But then I started to cry when she saw Harry, and they shared their beautiful moment. And I thought, oh, mm -hmm. this is her family. Like how instantly warm she is to him. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, and I love that Harry came, even though Charlotte wasn't there. Like it shows well, that I he's thought that like, was like, I think we need to stay with our wife. <laughs> no, I bet you Charlotte was like, go on, like you have to go. I don't know. I don't think Charlotte was doing all the talking from voices. She seemed to be comatose. I think. <laughs> okay, well, I thought it was. Sweet. It seemed like he was like, gotta go, baby. <laughs> I heard Mary's got some Budweiser in the fridge. See yeah, you on the flips. Well, You'll be on that also, couch when I get back. I honestly felt bad for Debbie. We'll get to what these two monsters have done to Debbie and Dr. Okay. Robert. <laughs> Is that you or me? It's me. There's apparently... Uh, an airstrike? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that was really loud. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Um. So then, Mayor, so somehow we have to go get the cake. I guess it's time to like light the cake and the, we've established that the cake is in the laundry room. And she's going in, and do- there's a moment where Dr. Robert comes over and says, I'm ready to sing. My pipes are clean. I'm like, what is going on with uh, this I man? was worried. When I heard the word pipes, I go, where are we going? And then he's like, my pipes are warmed up. Uh, but still, as Carrie said, this is a child's birthday party. Leave yeah. that blue talk at home, Robbie. <laughs> Not the blue talk. And so she heads in. And what I would have appreciated is had, because she's slightly cold to him, had the Mm -hmm. camera panned to Dr. Robert and we seen his face sort of like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I just feel like he doesn't get his due. No, no, no. He doesn't. And so she had... He's passed right over. (laughs) She heads in and she's trying to light the candles and Steve comes in and he's like, put those little bullshit candles down and look at this guy. And what he presents is basically one. a number one. A number one. You candle. thought it wouldn't he, the way he was talking, he would have had like... Um, a fucking sparkler. Like Yeah, like those candles that like are just like on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like from the Dollar General. I was like, sir, it's a small and it's not even giant. And this is a sheet cake. <laughs> like, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I it think it's more fun sorry. if there are more candles. A hundred percent. But of course, you know, he has to be holding when it says, Miranda, you're the one. And Cynthia gives such a beautiful performance. She says, I love you. I shouldn't have said that. And then he just says it. Miranda, you're the one. And I'd forgotten how close that is to, is he big? big. Like, they that's know. so upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Could they not they have written the a new thing. line for big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. I guess both of those men get knocked off and just like that in their own way oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah one's, um, in, one's in heaven and the other's at the shore in this laundry room and i'm just like i was crying so much has happened in that laundry room what else the, remember they would like when he first started to move in they would have sex in the laundry room and that Why? was like a pivotal moment i don't remember that at all and then she saw his undies. Well, then and she, that was kind of like the end of their relationship. And now they're restarting again. Yeah. And then, of course, she texts Che in the laundry room in the Brooklyn house. And then that's where she finally the gets The laundry to, room is where she gets is, up to her. Is it the couch or the laundry room? You know, Miranda, she's working or yeah. she's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what I wanted to discuss is in voiceover, we hear three weeks later, Miranda and Steve were back together. What the fuck are these two? The the fact that they didn't do it at the party. I would have been like, okay, Debbie, you get gone. The next day. Oh, I would have done it that moment. I would have said. Do you think Debbie lives with Steve? I don't know. I don't care. Three weeks. 
I would have told yeah. Dr. Robert, I'm sorry, you must go. Debbie, I apologize, but for your own sake, I'm not stringing you along for three weeks. Three weeks. What the fuck is wrong with Did these two animals? Did they move back in together? And that's what they mean? Well, and th- well, we do see in the next episode, they're consolidating their things. But the way it's said makes it seem like they, they really felt like, oof, we got to clean this up. Yeah, I'm like, well, Miranda, you were only dating Dr. Robert for a very short amount of time. Right. We should also discuss that in this world. So Charlotte and Harry got married within, what, four, five months? A blink. So it's been, uh, they've only, like, it's been one year since the season four finale. When season Brady, four? Yeah, that's when Brady is born. Oh, my God. What an exhausting we, year. We don't meet Harry until about midway through season five. And they got married two episodes ago. Oh, my God. So, like, what is happening? The timeline of Sex and the City just has never really Yet, if you think about sense. it, you're like, I bet Harry and Charlotte were together for two years. hmm I think it was about four or five mm, months. I think so. Yeah. Including yeah. a breakup. And a conversion. Oh, yeah, which I don't think it, t- it can that even happen that quickly? I mean, I guess we know she took to her uh, to fill fish like classes. water. But, mm-hmm. but I just thought Miranda and Steve are animals. Three weeks. To kiss like that? While you're <laughs> oh, see, I didn't girlfriend mind are outside. I, I did enjoy Magda. <laughs> see, I, 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 being like, I felt like I don't kids. mind the kiss. I don't mind the cheating of it all. I just feel like let's rip that Band-Aid off. At the party? I think they should have done it at the party. That's the kindness. You are absolutely (laughs) insane for thinking that. Like, I think we're blowing the candles out and we're pulling them to the side and saying, like, we are now United Front. You guys got to go. That's so cruel. Well, it's just like, no, it isn't. I think it's wait till the next day. No, I think you get them gone because you spend the night with them. No, you cause you create distance (laughs) between the two of you. Right. The way you create distance is to tell the truth. People want the the truth. Yes, everyone wants the truth. Nobody wants to be lied to. No, of course, but like at the party. Well, I'm not saying at the party. I'm saying when the party's wrapping up. Like when you're wrapping up. Yeah, we've there's not much else to the party. We've we've blown up the candles. We're eating cake. I think we could have taken them into the laundry room and just said, "Look, as we are unwrapping presents, I think you can politely leave." Okay. And don't say goodbye to anyone. You know. And Debbie, if you've got your stuff at Steve's, pick it up and get gone. Dr. Robert, we'll see you around the building. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see you around. Yeah, we'll see you courtside at that Knicks game because we still will be using those tickets. I mean, to go to a Knicks, Steve can't ever go to a Knicks game again. (sighs) He'll be in the nosebleeds looking down at Miranda's like hot ex-boyfriend. Hot. Uh, Hotter than Steve. I don't know about that one. Chris, you're out of control today. <laughs> All right, let's get into Charlotte. Um, okay. This, this storyline is, of course, so powerful. The mm-hmm. only thing I'd forgotten is how quick it is. Uh, I know. So she arrives. I didn't to, remember it being that quick. She arrives to brunch and tells them she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but as quickly as we get that news, Carrie, it's I, the next scene. Carrie's doing her phone call with Petrotsky and then... We get the call from Harry and find out that Charlotte is miscarried. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, that was, we did not live in that joy for, for a, a minute. For a second. Mm-mm. It was like a quick combo at brunch and then 
suddenly it was over. Next scene, we've lost mm-hmm. the baby. And she can't bring herself to go to Brady's party. And of course, we are watching the Elizabeth Taylor E. Trolley, True Hollywood Story. Oh, I miss those. I did, but I don't remember any of them following that format where it was like, I just don't remember that voiceover man having such beautiful, like, Elizabeth Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor. is a is an example of grit and guile. I'm like, wait, usually no. it was just like the next day Robert Downey Jr. relapsed. It's yeah. It was more base facts. A hundred percent. It was bullet points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it, this leads to the iconic moment where she puts on the pink dress and the glasses. Now, the only thing I sort of remember this out is this evocative of something Elizabeth Taylor wore? I don't the dress, know. maybe the glasses. I think just the vibe. I just like, don't think of Elizabeth I'm Taylor as like a pink best. girl. It was more like Jackie O, right? feeling but for some reason in my mind's eye i remember seeing it and thinking she's dressed like elizabeth taylor but i don't yeah. she isn't she's not maybe the hair I, I i don't think i ever saw lizzie in that hair but if she if, if we did <laughs> send us photos yeah um i think it's just supposed to evoke like glamour like and of course elizabeth taylor has been this sort of guiding light for her throughout the entire season Mm -hmm. um what i did really like about this episode is is that you have both charlotte and miranda having these epiphanies or clarity through television and i Mm -hmm. feel like that's really nice given the fact that i think this show has provided that for so many people who watch it and so to see the two women have similar experiences is that we have watching was really nice um and it was beautiful when she shows up. And it it's a nice counterbalance to Carrie showing up for her wedding day. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that they can put aside their things and show up for one another. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte can now do that for Miranda. Although, I don't feel like Miranda ever does that for anyone. But Miranda's a real pisser. <laughs> She's not showing up for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. I guess she showed. I'm really thinking, like I, I can't guess remember. She showed a up for time. Carrie that time, but then the thing. What time? Remember when Carrie like calls her and is like, "I'm really oh, upset." Oh, and the eight and, Twizzlers. No, she's like really upset on the phone about Big, and you think she's calling Big, but then it's Miranda, and they have lunch. But then I remembered the reason Miranda was mad at her. <laughs> right. It wasn't like it wasn't like she had to show. She had to show up. She had to plead to Miranda to be with her. Right. Yeah. That's Miranda. That's that's Rambo. Yeah, she's tough, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. And we've got Carrie now, Ms. Bradshaw. Here we go. Finally, finally. So we head over with Carrie and Charlotte to go see some performance art. Now, what did you think of this gal up on that platform with knives and such, <laughs> and her hair akimbo? I thought spooky. Very I thought October this woman vibes. was yeah, like very spooky energy. I really thought Carrie looked beautiful. We did it's hear a little strange. bit of Carrie's ghetto voice when she said, "Girlfriend needs to run a comb through her hair. She's got company." Yeah, mm. you know it comes out. <laughs> it also, I just don't understand this idea that Carrie doesn't like art. Because, like, she likes to go to museums and stuff, I thought. Does she? I've never seen that girl in a museum. I know, but I heard, like, I feel I guess like when I've it was, heard her when it was raining that day, it. she was trying to go to MoMA. Yeah. I just didn't think, like, 
she wouldn't be into art. But she was really on her comedy shtick. I mean, if it was her and Burger in there, oh my can God. you imagine? She wouldn't have shut the fuck up. I Those guess she two would have been like, oh, yeah, just two, <laughs> two idiots. And then the camera pans over to a little man named Alexander Petrotsky. Oh, Chris. And I felt a flutter <gasps> in my mm. heart, in my I pants. Know. Everywhere. I felt warm. Legs were on the wall. And here's what I got to say about him. Look, is he a dusty elder? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But there's such a boyishness to his face. Oh, my God. It's... That he pairs so beautifully. So it's like dusty elder, but young boy. His eyes, like, literally sparkle. I was like, is he older than me, but is this a forbidden love I can't even have? Mm -hmm. And is it both, you know? Yeah. He's gorgeous. When we got to see him, and it, like, it has awoken something in me that has been asleep for weeks. Look, it was awoken for me last week when we saw Big in that bed with his shaggy hair right after surgery, before Ruby came in. No, this was different. When he did that little smirk at her, I was like... Well, then he kind of lost me when he said, you are comic. And I thought, buddy... Hmm. I guess somebody had to she tell her. She was also acting insane. <laughs> somebody had to tell her to shut up. Like, Yeah, he was like, can you fucking She'd be down the street it? getting a Big Mac. I'm like, Paula Poundstone here. Like, like, we've got to like tap on the mic, ladies, am I right? Yeah, it was giving that. It was like, it was like, the thing about airports, it's like, okay. It was too much. Yeah. And um, Charlotte was horrified. Charlotte was like, Carrie, please, this man is important. This man is a man of dignity. Um, now, one thing I really do like about the introduction of him is, is that first and foremost, we find we find out instantly that Charlotte is impressed by who he is, but mm-hmm. even more so that Samantha finds him sexy. Mm-hmm. And that is very evocative of her reaction to first seeing Big. And we haven't really seen Samantha be charmed or turned on by a Carrie boyfriend. And I felt out the gate they did a really good job of establishing him as someone who feels like, um bigger than Carrie. Like, mm-hmm. that he can hold that sort of space. He's might even be bigger than Big. Like, that he went to Studio 54 and Samantha, like, lusted after him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Charlotte is deeply impressed. Even the only person who's sort of like, who is Miranda? Well, she's over there with Jules and Mimi. Yeah, and she is old. And she will continue to be like, that old guy? Yeah. But I, I totally agree with you. And it just, he feels so powerful like this little man we are gonna get dragged through the fucking coals when people hear this are you sure yeah people really don't care for him really (laughs) yeah like i know people don't like love him but like no i've heard many people and they also call him they say he's an abuser um emotionally manipulative and i'm like guys i don't see that (laughs) it's not who he is to me no, I don't see him like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's like when people talk about your family and you're like, that's just like not what I know to be true. Mm-mm. And he is mm-hmm. family, you know. And, you know, when he was really family and I was even more turned on is when he was calling Carrie sitting on that little table looking like a Gap ad from 1999. I know with that window in the back and the and light that, beaming in I, when they panned out khaki pants i wanted Chris, like and his little glass of water i wanted to jump through the screen 
and those boyish shining eyes. I was like, who is this man? Get him to me. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like when they, when the camera panned out and he was sitting on that table, I believe. Clearly not in the apartment we eventually see. <laughs> and I was like, I need to get my hands. I was like, how do I get into this? I was like literally tapping at the screen like, get me in there. <laughs> we just <laughs> Oh, I wanted to like Mary Poppins into the. I was like, why? I was like, how do I get in there? I I couldn't figure it out and still haven't. But I thought Carrie was incredibly rude. (laughs) She is so fucking rude. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't understand you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) She just kept going, wrong number, hang up, did it again, did it again. And then finally she was like, I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand you. Ma'am. He's perfectly understandable. I'm like, what other language do you speak, bitch? But also, he's is not he's not hard to understand. He's very clear to understand. I was like, shut the fuck. This he is really like we're we're back at like life. season one and two, and I was like, Carrie, shut the fuck up and be nice to Bick. <laughs> that was a crazy time. And this is how I feel. I was like, how dare this woman treat this man like this? This beautiful, nice man who's calling her while trying to hydrate himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Has plans for her, like a date, like a real date? Uh, no. Only for that man when I leave my home at 1 a.m. A hundred percent. Well, no, that's look, not I, true, Chris. You've I've gone on some dates at 1 a.m. No, no, back in the day. <laughs> mm, okay. Not recently, not of late. I'm firmly yeah. embedded 845. Same. Desperate Housewives is on, tongue out, can't lose. <laughs> I get DMs at like, 9 30 and people and i'm like i'll see that tomorrow at 5 55 oh, i turn I my up. phone on do not disturb at 9 p.m yeah i can't be replying to messages no. uh, so she agrees to go on a date with him in which they're gonna have dinner and then go and visit that woman at 3 a.m um now this is after brady's party so i would have been exhausted but i suppose she goes home takes a little disco nap as she says has maybe a little coffee and then they have a pretty tough start at dinner yeah. The food looked terrible, and I would not eat terrible. an aspect. To, I don't care how nice you are. No. no beef no, no. gelatin. And that's not what you want to eat at 1 a.m. Beef gelatin is not a meal to me. No. And uh, beets. No, I don't care for beets. And we do get the layered on. He says he keeps, I believe he says it once or twice, you'll like it, you'll like it. And that mm-hmm. is sort of layering in ultimately what their problem is going to be. He needs her to acquiesce too much to his lifestyle. Um, rather than ex- sort of accepting Carrie for who she is. Um, mm-hmm. But then they go over to the performance artist. She is there. They drop the banana off. For some reason, the woman is charmed by this. Was and also, even... like, the woman looked like she had, like, fresh makeup on. I would have been like, get the fuck out so I can just fall asleep. <laughs> Literally. And they leave, and Carrie has left her phone in the cab and he trots off and again to see this 53 year old man this elder move the way he did they were like you know what this is a dancer yeah (laughs) no literally a dancer dances (laughs) (laughs) when he leaped over the garbage i was like this is a fucking man and then when he opened the door and grabbed the purse and he He held out the banana i've never seen aiden do anything that nice if I have to hear one more time a person say, oh my god, he stripped her horse, shut the fuck up. 
This man ran after a cab. You know what I had to do this past week? And I had to run after my own cab when I left my car phone in there. I didn't have no Petrovsky to help me. Right. Burger would have never. Aiden would have never. Burger would have been like, oh, you can get. Burger wouldn't have been there. He would have been like, what? I, I have to, I'm looking for playing cards. <laughs> I love Alexander. I love him. And, I don't care. I don't care what people say. And then he's a little mysterious. And he's, she says, so how are you going to get home? And he says, well, I live downtown. Don't you live downtown? And he says, that's not that far from here, which it is, I presume. And then they kiss goodnight. And we get the only truly sexy moment in this show. We've been talking about, you and I have been talking about this moment since before we started this podcast and we've been dying to talk. Like, it's we've been, like, shot waiting. beautifully the way the camera Ugh. is farther, far enough away from them and pans away, suggesting there might be a little bit more than we actually see. Mm-hmm. And we hear the simple closing line, and he tasted like black cherries. Ugh. Which is so much better than all these other... I don't even know what the fuck she used to I talk about. The way well, he sometimes I hand. used to wonder this and da da da. Shut up, Carrie. Yeah, or like when she liked Aiden, she was like, "I knew I liked him because I lied." I'm like, "That's romantic." Uh, yeah, just tell me someone tastes the what? What do you think Aiden tastes like? Bologna, wood chips, <laughs> wood chips and bologna. <laughs> Fucking sick. And burger and big taste like cigars and like mm, good bourbon. Filet. Yeah, like <laughs> and cigars and like meat. Burger tastes like. Regrets and like a stale Frito. Frito. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. These and just sick the way men. he like kisses her hand and then like they slowly move up against the wall and he just like it's so sexy. It's like finally a man. It's is crazy. Here. No, literally. I'm like, are they the same height? Is he tiny? Will his hip bones jam into hers? Yes. But will I don't he nibble on her back in about two episodes? Stop. In a don't, way that is so disgusting. Yeah. What? When he nibbles on disgusting? her back. Disgusting. Yeah, to see him nibbling on her back, and of course we got that bra on because never not. The- <laughs> Maybe if her bra hadn't been on, I would have been able to, like, lose my imagination. I'm like, come on, Sarah, take it off. It's shot from behind. We're not going to see anything. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad he's here. Oh, finally. This is the first time I've smiled, I think, in days. This episode. Woof, woof, woof. What would you think of the fashion in this one? I loved it. I don't remember a single thing, <laughs> but I just remember I loved it, and I thought I everyone looked beautiful. Okay, You know, I bet at the time I loved it. But after years of Housewives, I have to say, I didn't care for Carrie's 1920s flapper dress she wore on the date. I was just like, with that well, frill, I was like, I can't, like, I can't see any more of this. It's PTSD, your reaction. Yeah, it's like that and Jack Barlow's, like, frosted tips this morning was a bit too much for me. Yeah, it's too much for you. Um, but on the whole, I thought everyone looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of men, who did we have? We got Dr. Robert. Why are you even asking this question? I'm just trying to remember who we saw. Harry, of course. And then um, Alex. And it's got to be the Russian. That white Russian. He went down smooth. Oh. Mm. So happy he's here. And of course, my least favorite man was Dr. Robert when he said, you like chocolate, don't you? Uh, Oh. It's upsetting. Please. (laughs) This woman does not love you. Have some respect. (laughs) And what would you give this out of 10? 10. Yeah, this is a... I actually would give it a 9. The Samantha stuff needs a little bit of a... 
But everything else is really great perfect. and perfect. And I also, I did find myself disappointed that the Charlotte stuff was just so fast. I don't remember it being that fast. I remember I it being really far shook. more impactful. And I just felt like, wow, we really introduced and moved on. It was very, actually, it was very reminiscent of on LTW's miscarriage. Actually, that got more due. I felt we that, saw that. I feel over. it got a little more. Yeah, I mean, it was still. This was more about Elizabeth Taylor than anything I else. I honestly felt I learned more about Elizabeth Taylor's, like, in, like her trachea, trachea surgery. It's like, huh. Didn't know about that one. Was yeah, that? Yeah, I, I literally Googled. Was I was, that, like, I was like, was she true? with Eddie Fisher at the time? Or who was she with? Right. So nine out of ten for me. Um, but, but it's still a perfect episode, and I would watch it again right now. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss season six, episode 13, Let There Be Light. It feels like we're going into a part of the season where I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. Uh, honestly, I thought Dr. Robert was coming like, what the way fuck? sooner than he was. I know they go and shop for perfume in the next episode and we got a lot of puns. They end up going to the ballet. The bell. No, that's later. And she, is it? Yeah, that's in the episode. That's in. I don't know. It could be next week. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can support us by joining Patreon at patreon.com/slash shortcomings podcast. And you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. All right, please try not to DM us about Alexander. Just let just just let, let us let live for one week. <laughs> yeah, please, yeah, let him, please. Yeah, let this sit with you for a week, and then if mm. a week later you still feel like you need to get at us, don't. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.